Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast, or EP for short. I am one of your hosts this week, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me is the man that can't make up his mind. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? Well, you know, when they give you so many damn choices. (laughs) Well... Funny story to that. Um, AJ Lee, um, who are who who people might know from wrestling as AJ, um, she was funny. Um, after the United Center um, stuff, she she posted a picture of the candy bar and was just like, "Well, I like this flavor. I forgot what flavor it was." She's like, "She's like this flavor is okay, but what about this flavor? That's my favorite." And then <laughs> and people were just. I'm screen grabbing that and just running with it. <laughs> like, oh, CM Punk, you couldn't even get your wife her favorite, her favorite can or her favorite kind. <laughs> oh, was in, in relation to the ice cream bars? Yeah, she posted a picture of the ice cream bar saying these are good, but my favorite is so and so. I'll say like Rocky Road or something like that. Mom was looking at that picture today. She's like, "What are you holding in your hand? An ice cream bar." <laughs> So we did allude to it um, last week, so I guess we can spend two or three minutes talking about it. But, uh, um, I mean, for people that are are listening to this a uh, couple months down the line, um, but we just went to um, the return of CM Punk to professional wrestling um, this past Friday. We're recording this two days later on a Sunday night, a special Sunday recording, Doug. Yeah, and people are going, well, no shit, he's the AEW champion now. We understand that. We know. We. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're also going to the all-out. It, it, it's so weird that, that we're going to have a big turnaround in, what, two and a half weeks now? And we're going to be live at um, the Now Center watching All Out. <laughs> um in a sold out capacity again. Yeah. I mean, it, it, did you see, I don't know if you saw you, you probably do. Cause you're kind of plugged into this stuff after they made after, after that episode of rampage might've even been during it. They did a media scrum. The, no, the secondary market on all out tickets is dumb now. Oh dude. Are you serious? It's like almost a grand. Oh shit. No, I did not see that. Did you see, 
um, for people to get the um, I was there CM Punk shirt is going for a minimum of $200 online right now. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. I had do I when I tell you I was pissed. Like cuz <clears throat> you were driving home. Well, I think we were still in the parking lot at that point. And you were on Pro Wrestling Tees and you had it in your car and you're like, ah, "I love CM Punk, but not $100 worth." Yeah. You probably should have done it because I think you were in like the one window of time where pro wrestling tees was actually functioning because <laughs> I, when I got home and got settled, I was like, all right, I'm just going to knock it out and just go to bed. I was on there for an hour. I gave up on pro wrestling tees at a base level. And I switched over to shop AEW, which is the same site, just, you know, black and gold as opposed to, you know, blue and white. Um, <laughs> and I could get as far as my cart. And then it was like, Oh, really? I was yeah. like, ah, so that's the first thing I did when I got up in the morning, I, I went and I, I've got one ordered. Oh, so, um, is it the, I was there or the regular? No, just the, the, just the regular. I know I was there. Yeah. I know I was there too. And um, we we actually have a friend that does um, artwork for T-shirts. And I took a screenshot of what the back of the shirt looks like. And I'm going to ask them if they can um, print it just like that. Like blow it up on the back of the shirt and like print it on there. And then that that will be my I was there T-shirt. Don't you go getting arrested now for copyright strikes. I don't give a fuck. I ain't selling it. It's for it's for my own personal use. So. Somebody somebody was in the and we're going to get to the Pokemon show in a minute. Um, <laughs> somebody was in the because um, AEW shop put up a tweet about, you know, CM Punk having merchandise in the store. Like like as soon as he made the announcement and everybody was like. I would buy 20 of them, but your site's down. Take my money. You know, fix your site, fix your site. And somebody was on, like, an Etsy or whatever, and they were basically <laughs> selling a, a home-brewed version of the shirt, and it immediately got a copyright strike. Really? And I'm Holy like, no shit. shit. <laughs> <clears throat> and that- I, haven't, I haven't been on, like, Pro Wrestling Tees to check because I really don't, you know, I got my order in, so I'm. You're good. But yeah, no, um, I'm definitely going to order it. Um, I have no desire of getting it like right away. I will get it and I'm probably going to have it before um, all out. But we'll see. Um, They pro wrestling tease did um, put out that he um, broke the record for the most shirts sold in 24 hours on their website. Well, unless they pick up the pace. Mine's not on track to come until, like, the week after. Holy shit. Really? Yeah, because it's, like, seven to ten days to print, and then another, you know, week or so to ship. Oh, and that's now the ship Now, the shipping might not come. The, the shipping might not be that bad, considering I'm in Illinois, but... Yeah. I mean, if I was international, fucking forget about it. I'd barely have it by Halloween, but... Yeah, the, the, the show's gonna be stupid um i'm really debating on going to um the dynamite 
um, recording because tickets are only like $15 a piece to go to that Dynamite. So I'm thinking of bringing my little man, but we'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling and how he's acting well you did so. <laughs> you did you did throw it out there as we were leaving you said we got to get you to a dynamite and yeah, i did if your son's got any kind of memory at all that might come back and bite you i know it, it already has trust <laughs> me that that's the reason i'm bringing it up so all right everybody um so a couple minutes into the podcast um eight minutes to be exact um it is time to get into the pokemon podcast um so we already did our little wrestling venture. If you're not a wrestling fan, I'm, I do apologize. But um, it's now time for Pokemon time. So how, how are you doing, Doug? How are you doing on your end? I'm kind of tired. Um, a long weekend. A long weekend, yeah. Mine wasn't as long as yours. Um, <laughs> but still, you know, when you, when you don't get home till midnight on... Well, basically Saturday morning at that point. And then, you know, you sleep till noon the following. And then, yeah, yeah, stayed in. Like, I skipped out on my cousin's birthday party because I, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was that, like, that's honesty for you right there. I was like, tell him I'm watching SummerSlam with the fellas. Um so I stayed home. I watched that. I, I ate peanut butter and jelly. I felt like a real like ten year old. It was crazy. Um, except I had a beer with it, so it was kind of you know whatever. Um, <laughs> and then you know today was just kind of like all right, I've got another wrestling show. And then you had mentioned that you wanted to do this tonight, just to kind of keep building up that black and white backlog. Yes. And then you possibly mentioned returning back to season two, possibly for Tuesday. Yes. So a lot of recording for all of you fans. Yeah, I was getting I was getting kind of in that headspace and I was actually watching these episodes during the wrestling show. Oh, really? Which is doable, which is doable. (laughs) I was wondering how doable that is. Well, I, I did pause it during certain matches. Um, but like the first match, while it was good, I was like, okay, this is kind of an obvious result. So I was watching the first episode and then it got to a point in the second episode where I'm like, okay, I want to pay attention to this. And then that coincided with another match that I really wanted to pay attention to. So I paused Pokemon watched the match and yeah, so I mean, you know, it's multitasking and then I got my dates out of the way. So I'm I'm in a good headspace, I think. I hope. That's good. Well, that's good. Um, today's episode is episode, let's see, five of season 14, episode 664 to be exact in the Pokemon timeline. Today's episode is called Triple Leaders Team Threats, or translated from Japanese, Sanyo Jim versus Biopo, um, Hayupo, and Yanapu. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, this episode premiered in Japan on October 14th, 2010, and here in the States premiered on March 5th, 
5th of 2011, and I'm already fucking seeing. Um, I went with the October date by accident. Son of a bitch. That's why oh, no. you didn't see. That's why you didn't see um, my first one. Son of a bitch. Oh, All no. Right. Well, just so we don't lose time. Um, well, this week, and I, I can probably, as we're doing the show, correct it for next week. But I'm going to do the Japanese date, everybody. And Dougie Fresh is going to do the American date. So I'm going with October. <laughs> Actually, I'm all sorts of fucked up. Okay. I did February 14th. Okay. I'm all sorts of fucked up. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Doug, you're gonna you're gonna be the solo man this week on dates because I don't know what I was thinking, but I have February 14th up here. October 14th was the date, and March 5th is the U.S. date. So I I didn't even have the date at all. Uh, but if if people want to laugh, on February 14th was the original Dracula film starring Bella Lugosi um, as the titular. Vampire is what they um, posted on here. So I that was going to be mine from 1931, but it holds no water because it has nothing to do with today's date. So I'm going to switch it on over to you, Doug. And um, as you're doing this, I will be listening, but I will be looking something up for the March 12th for next week. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine going to that? As like a Valentine's date. Yeah, I could. And, and just sitting there and going, all right, I'm going to get her scared. And then she's going to hold me. And it's going to be fun because I don't get scared. And then you get scared and then you're like, oh, shit, the whole thing went to. Because it's 1931, you know, movies aren't that. Aren't that. Um, Advanced. Right to the point where it's like, OK, we know what to expect. So, like, Dracula comes on screen and he's like, hey, you're like, oh, my God, I just shit my pants. Yes. And that's not romantic. No, not at all. <laughs> so, on this date, March 5th in uh, 2019, Kendall Jenner, I'm sorry, Kylie Jenner. Okay. They all fucking. <laughs> They're all alike. They all blend together. <clears throat> Kylie Jenner is officially recognized as a billionaire that's with a B at the age of 21 according to Forbes magazine. Yeah, she she made dumb money. So I'm sitting here going what the fuck does she have that I don't have? Um a lot. And the answer is tits ass and a famous family. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, she she has a lot lot of things, Doug, that you don't have. <laughs> a, Her, a, a, a lot of things. I think she's pregnant again, to be honest. Yeah, she might be. I think so. It's that or the other sister, but I'm pretty sure it's her. But, um, all right. Well, thank you for that, Doug. Um, I, I do sit down and watch a good little... Um, um, keeping up with the Kardashians, if I have absolutely jack shit to watch, I'll turn on E and they'll have a marathon going on at some point at like 11 or 12 in the afternoon. So, Be honest with me. When is the last time 
in the age of everybody and their mother having a streaming service that you haven't had jack shit to watch? Um, it happens quite often. If I'm not, if I'm not lying to you, um, during this whole pandemic and me being home for an entire year, you kind of run out of stuff to watch. Um, I'm I'm currently watching some some show called The Girlfriend Experience with my wife. Um, we also just got into a show called Blind Spotting, which is a funny show. I can do without the um, the poems in the middle of the episode, but we're watching that. And I'm also watching. I just finished the second episode of Heels this week as it premiered. So oh. Uh, I know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. I forgot so about it. Well, I didn't forget about it, but. Yeah, me and my wife um, sat down early this afternoon and and watched Heels. So oh, that, wait, wait. This afternoon? Yeah. It, the, the episode must have come out yesterday. Oh. So I believe, because they, they, when I went on the thing, it, it was right on there. It was right on the Stars, Stars oh. app. I'm, maybe, I'm maybe it drops on the app early. Maybe. Uh, and that that's a possibility because I <clears throat> we yeah we watched it early this afternoon. It was definitely the second episode, so you're you're gonna like it. And they flush out the characters a little bit more too. Oh, so, good, 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 good. Yes. Um. What? When was your date, Doug? For two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. Well, um, just to just to put a cap on it. Yeah, I'm gonna go second, but mine did happen before yours. Um, on this date of March 5th in 2002, the um, the American reality TV program, the, the Osbournes, premiered on MTV, Doug. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, that's his date. <laughs> Sharon! Oh, dude, I used to love that show. That was the first, or if it wasn't the first, it's one of the first like reality shows. Yeah, for for celebrities, so yeah. If you if if uh, I mean I'm sure there's more, but that that was kind of the big one, for, yeah, for celebrities. So because it's like oh we get to see what they're like in there, and you know it turns out Ozzy's just kind of walking around the house screaming, and the kids are crazy, and you know yes. I think one of the episodes I think they like gotten like a like a food fight type deal with their neighbors. Yeah, like just stup- stupid things to do when you're rich. Yeah, well, and that's it. That's it. absolutely it. <laughs> so, all right, you ready to get on into this week's episode, Doug? Definitely. All right. Again, everybody, this is episode five of season 14, episode 664, Triple Leaders Team Threats is what we are reviewing today. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump on into this week's episode. <clears throat> I'm sorry for people that are hearing me clear my clear my throat a lot. I, I it's a little late. We didn't cook and we ordered pizza out, so I have some cheese in the back of my throat. So hopefully, I'm not doing that this whole entire podcast. Sorry for for disgusting any of you out there. He just but. housed half a pizza before we hit the record button. <laughs> Low key, I actually did, because um, <clears throat> my wife, 
My wife actually bought me my own pizza and then brought it down to me prior to recording. And I was like, all right, bet. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't have my dates yet, even though I was looking up the wrong date. I blame her. (laughs) No, you can't blame her. She she stopped me and distracted me with pizza. That's bullshit. It made me look up the wrong date. Yeah, it is bullshit. That's bullshit. So... All right, everybody, let's jump on in. So we immediately start this week's episode with Ash running, um, no Iris um, at all um, to be seen. I mean, it looks like Ash kind of dusted her. (laughs) And he sees Strighton City, and he yells out. I think this is the soonest that we've got the damn theme song. Holy shit. This season, yes, absolutely. Uh, he he runs up out of the forest, sees Triton City, yells out, "It's time! It's time to go and get my next gym badge." Continues to run, and we we're directly into the theme song. Yeah, I mean they throw you right into it. Like on my counter, I paused it like right after they got out of the theme song, and it's at fifty nine seconds. So like they were like, "Oh, there's no messing around." And I mean, as, as we get into the episode, we'll see why because they don't really around this episode at all well they don't fuck around this episode or next week's episode because next week's episode is a key point in the series as well they so, basically could have made this 40 minutes and just had it be one episode yeah they could have i if, mean if if pokemon did specials like that they definitely could have yeah so um let's see all right so after the theme song we are we are introduced to Strayton City. It looks like a nice hometown. Um, it look it it kind of looks like like Chicago, Illinois, a little bit. Like pretty busy out on the streets. A bunch of tall apartment homes that look really nice. A bunch of high end stores that are all around. And then there's a bunch of people with their Pokemon out outside of their Pokeball. I did notice that. Did you notice that, Doug? Yeah, and I don't understand because. You know, we're still at a point where we're doing, you know, season two, and that's, you know, Pikachu is kind of the exception to the norm in terms of Pokemon being in Pokeballs. But, you know, here it's just kind of like, oh, it's like, take our Pokemon out for a walk. And I mean, it becomes a, uh, a major point in um, next, week's next week's episode. So a little bit of foreshadowing for sure. Yes. So Ash is um, then introduced into the scene and he's he's looking around. He's like, I'm, I'm so excited. It's getting ready um, to be time to go and get my next gym badge. And then Iris pokes her head into the film and goes, so where where's the gym, Ash? And Ash is kind of like looking around and he's like, um, I'm not sure. And she's like. Of course you're not sure. Such a kid. Hate it. I hate it. It's like <laughs> it's like nails on a goddamn chalkboard at this point, and we're only five episodes into this season. <laughs> that that is her line. Like I I know I said last week that I was gonna look up how old Iris is. And I'm I'm actually I'm gonna look that up right now. How old is Iris in Pokemon. Oh, there we go. There's no way she's older than Ash. She's 12. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Then Ash is 14 now. (laughs) So she's 12. Ash is still being portrayed as if he is 10. So 
Yeah, she she's a preteen, so her calling Ash um, a kid kind of kind of does make sense. She, Ash, she typical just older kid behavior. Oh, you're such a kid, bro. You're one you're month older much. than me. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, they um they said she's twelve. Um, she doesn't look twelve. No, but. But um, but yeah, she puts her arms up and she's like, "Typical, typical kid, ready to go somewhere, but doesn't know where he's going." And shouldn't he just be able to pull out his Pokédex and say Strident City Gym and get the fucking GPS? I mean, from season one of Pokemon, we had um. We had Zoom and Skype already. So, I mean, at this point, yeah, you would think so. But um, at this point, um, Ash doesn't think of that. But um, what, attract, what, what, what gets attracted to him is a, a city passerby buyer um, sees Pikachu and walks over to him and wants to see his Pikachu because again Pikachu is rare in the Unova region. So Doug, um how about you take this next part right here? So he picks him up and you know is you know saying, you know, oh it's so rare to see a Pikachu in the Unova region. How are you today? And and Pikachu is kind of like embarrassed and kind of waving at him. And I noticed he didn't get shocked. No, he didn't. Pikachu Pikachu got good vibes from this guy. I don't know why. <laughs> really? Kind of a weirdo. Uh, I mean, a little bit, but he w- w- it's kind of foreshadowing a little bit. But Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. But yeah, he um he he picked up Pikachu, tugged at his cheeks. Pikachu was like, "I'm I'm not liking this at all. Why do people like pinching my damn cheeks? Don't they he, know it's I'm his own? It's his, it's his own fault for not being in a Pokeball. I'll I'll keep saying it until somebody shuts me up. <laughs> Pikachu needs to get into that damn Pokeball, but it'll never happen. Um, why does Pikachu hate being in the Pokeball? I'm. I mean, maybe it's just like seeing the sights. I don't know. Claustrophobic. Maybe. But um, it's at this point Ash um, is giving back Pikachu. And Ash is like, do you know where the Striking City gym is? I'm, I'm looking to go and fight the gym leader over there. And it's at that point that um, the guy is like, yeah, I know exactly where that is. Here, follow me back there right now. And then they walk and... It seems like they walk to a big, huge museum-looking-like building, and it's the city's gym. Doug? And it's and it's got the little um, Pokemon insignia, like above. The, <coughs> pardon me, trying to stop that. Um, it's one of those things where it's like if I keep talking, maybe I'll. Um, but it didn't work. Uh, yeah, it's got the little <laughs> Pokemon insignia above the entrance, which I guess would be an identifier, unless it like actually says, you know, Jim somewhere, but I didn't see it say, you know, Strident City Jim. No. Um, and I think before we walk into the gym, it's important to identify this fella as a Pokemon connoisseur, is what yes. he calls himself. Yes, and, and Ash is wondering what a connoisseur is. Which, of course, leads Iris to say, oh, it's a typical kid. But, but she doesn't then, even know. 
Well, right. And then it, something's also said about um, Pokemon connoisseurs are kind of specific to the Unova region. So somebody from Kanto, like Ash, wouldn't really know anyway. Although one could argue, what of the internet? You know, so. But, um, but yeah, so they walk into this building and Ash is like guns blazing, ready to battle. He busts in and it's like a, a restaurant. Yeah, he's like, I'm ready to battle. Open door. And then he just, he's staring at all these people who we've come to find out. They, I, I kind of feel like these people are just like flocks and they just hang out here all the time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we, we see a bunch of females um, inside of this restaurant. It looks like they're either finishing up their meal or just chit-chatting. And then these two um, waiters run over to him and say um, that they can help him over to his seat. And they take Ash and Iris over to their seat. And they're sitting there asking him, um, what can we get you to eat? Do you want some water? Um, Have try, a look at try. our lunch menu. Yeah, have a look at our lunch menu. It's at a reasonable price. If 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 the prices of everything else is too steep for you, <laughs> and Ash finally just gets fed up and he just stands up and he's like, "I want to battle the gym leader," just throwing a fit like a little ten year old, which throws the gym leaders. I I'm at a screen um, screen freeze right now where he's like yelling up in the gym leader. Well, foreshadowing, the waiters are stunned that he's yelling inside of the restaurant. And at that point, all the women that were inside of the restaurant gather together. Another gym battle. Oh, oh we're my lucky gosh. today. <laughs> yeah, we're lucky. We get two gym battles in one day, which means someone has already been here. So I'm, I'm guessing tip, uh, trip, um, has already been here oh i didn't even think of that yes that's good i didn't even think of that so um doug um you you want to get this next part yeah so um so like you said the girls are kind of huddled together and we get kind of we get individual spotlights and we find out that the pokemon connoisseur is one third of the gym leaders in this gym, and we find out that the wait staff are also gym leaders, and that they are triplets. Yes. And to get, and we have kind of a Misty's sisters situation. Although I don't believe Misty's sisters were triplets. No, well, I don't think that they were triplets, but they're they're definitely very close in age from what it looked like. Yeah, right, right. And Misty was just the oddball that, oh, I'm pregnant again, um, sibling. <laughs> she was the mistake. From what it seemed like. Oh, well, she's, she, she's, so, she, she's so much younger than, well, than the rest of Well, ladies and gentlemen, them. this is the last episode of every Pokemon episode. <laughs> we didn't quite make it to the end. Well, I mean, come on. Misty is so much younger than her other siblings inside of that gym. That's the, I thought you were fixed, child. I thought yes. you were fixed. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, after after all of them um, give their nice little introductions, 
Um, a door opens behind one of the walls, and we see a big old gym. Battle area, yeah. Yeah, battle area. There you go. And Ash is like, Ash is like, oh, this is pretty neat. That's cool. And he walks in, and he's just looking around, and he's like, well, all right. And the gym leaders are like, well, um, we have three different Pokemon, and you get to choose which one of us you want to battle. And it's at this point that the gym leaders all take out their Pokemon, and um, I have all of their names written down right here. So right. we have, and I, I wanted some clarification. So I mean, go through them, and then I, I needed to, I need to ask clarification because I figure you would be a little bit more up than I am. Okay, no problem. So we we start with the water, and water um, Pokemon is Pan Power or Pampor. Pampor, uh, yeah. Yeah, Pampor. P A M P E O U R. And that is a water type monkey Pokemon, is what they kind of elaborated in this episode. And right. then. Let's see. Give me, give me one second. So, who, who, who was the second one? And then we have the grass type pan, pansage, uh, or or pansage, pansage. Okay, pansage. Who is the grass type Pokemon? And then we go to the fire type Pokemon, who is Panseer. Panseer, yeah. So, um, what's your question, Doug? So, who is the fire type Pokemon? Everyone, uh, yeah. Um, is this is this Eevee? Um, like, n- not really. No, because each of the Pokemon that uh, that already come out already have its type. So, Eevee Eevee starts off as a normal type dog Pokemon who can evolve into different types of Pokemon, depending on what stones or what time of the day or anything like that. So these are just, I mean, is, are there more versions of, of, of pans? Like, um, as of right now, no. So okay. these, the, these are the only three and then they each evolve once. Okay. They do evolve. Okay. Yes. Yes. They evolve um, as of, at least as of right now, in the Pokemon, I'm sure come like another season or two um, that they'll evolve into something else and have a third stage. But these each evolve once. And um, the grass type evolves into a Simisage. Um, the fire type evolves into a Semiseer. And a uh, the water type evolves into, yeah, you guessed it, a Semipore. Semipore. Yes. So they, so <laughs> they, 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 they just changed the first part of the day. Uh, I was gonna say they really, they really racked their brains on these names. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, because I was, I, I had to figure that they evolved, and I didn't really do because I was more focused on getting these episodes watched and then making sure I understood them and then getting dates. I mean, I could have, I could have done a quick Google and probably gotten redirected the each of them three to each of them each time. But I figured I'd ask you cause you're a little bit more plugged in with the, the more current stuff. Gotcha. But I was like, I mean, obviously 
I get the gimmick because I mean, obviously the, the the kid with the red hair has the fire type. The green is the leaf, and the blue is the water. It's like the Evie Brothers. Yeah, it's it's like the Evie Brothers, but um, it's just these Pokemon, unless they come out with something beforehand, um, where they have a baby form and then they they can evolve into one of the three. Um, fire, water, or grass type later on. I mean, I, I think I'm giving a Pokemon company an idea. I was going to say, if they do, you they owe you royalties at this point. <laughs> so I think that that might be a thing. Um, they, 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 they can go anywhere with these. So you can start off as a regular, normal type monkey Pokemon, evolve into one of these three, and then have um, a Another stage after the semi stage, right? So, Are but, stones still a thing in black and white? Yes. Okay. Yes, they they actually have a stone specific to the Unova region, which is what is it called? I think it's called the Unova Stone. Uh, yeah, the Unova Stone, a rare stone that originates from the U- Unova region that can make certain species of Pokemon evolve. It is known for its interwined black and white appearance. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. See, this is why I ask questions. Exactly. So, Ash at this point um, gets presented, so which one of these three would you like to battle? And Ash being... Ash is... Fucking dumb. I mean, d- dumb and just dumb, dumb, dumb. Like this Pig-headed episode, could, and just stubborn and just this episode could have been ten minutes long. Yes, I mean, literally, it could have. But he, he just dumb. He's like, you know what? I want to fight all three of you. And the gym leaders are like, well, we've never had someone say that they wanted to fight all three of us. So I guess we can come up with a new rule on the spot. And say the best um, two out of three falls wins. So Ash not only made it harder for himself, but he just made it harder for every other trainer that comes through this gym now. Yes. Fuck him. <laughs> well, I hopefully, that, <laughs> hopefully they don't they don't stick with that rule going forward for other gym leaders. And this was a one time one time deal. I mean. Or or if or if it is an option, like hey, you can just beat one of us and get the badge, or you can run the gauntlet on us, and there's like a cash prize or something. Yes. But, but yeah, kind of fuck him just because he's a hero in an action show. <laughs> so um, we we start off with what um, with the fire brother. Um, he throws in. Uh, Panacea or Panseer. I and, think it's in our best interest to at least name check these brothers once. So okay. the fire trainer is named Chili because you get it because funny. So Chili is out first with Panseer. Yes. And, and Ash is just dumb, 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 like, dumb, dumb, dumb. Like, 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 like that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get his strategy. I mean, I know he told his Pokemon certain things, but um, technically this is all still one battle. But he told Tepig apparently off screen that uh, that Tepig can fight um, the very first time, um, the very first battle that he has inside of a gym. 
And I'm glad you said off screen because I was sitting there for a minute and I think this is during a pause point so I could watch uh, whatever wrestling match was on. I'm sitting there and in the back of my mind I'm going, did he say something when he caught him that I just don't remember? No. And I didn't think I did. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) So... It's at this point that he he throws out to pig, yeah, and and then uh, Iris is like, she's like, that's kind of a bold move, and then even Chili even sits there and goes, um, that that's a pretty bold move fighting my Panseer with a fire type Pokemon, but you know what? I'm always down for a challenge, so let's go. And um. Yeah. Just kind of uh, speeding through to get kind of caught up to where we were. Um, I noticed the women in the balcony, and it's it's at this point I think we should point out that the women that were sitting at the tables when Ash walked in have become cheerleaders for the gym leaders. Yes, they are big fans. Um, it doesn't look like they're a part of the gym, but it just looks like these are seven or eight girls that are that just love these brothers. And that they just come in and they cheer for them whenever they can. I'm I'm concerned that they had the outfits ready. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, we 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 don't know what happened before in the in the last gym battle. <laughs> but <laughs> they're like, oh, we forgot our outfits, and they ran back to go get them, and they're ready for this one. They're that that's why you see, Doug. That's why they were saying that they're lucky because they didn't they didn't waste a trip back back over to the house to get the chair. Ah, you see, I see, I got you. (laughs) So, Ash starts this battle off with a tackle attack, which lands like heavily on Panseer and just throws Panseer just back, just like. If if he were to like hit a human with this, it would like take knock, the air right, knock the air right out of you. Yeah, it would knock you off your feet, probably. Yeah. And but then, uh, but, but Panseer does land on his feet after that tackle. And Ash and Tapig are kind of stunned because it seemed like Tapig put a lot into that tackle. Yes. So and then Panseer's first attack of the battle is fire punch. And it's a strong ass power punch. Yeah, it is. Fire punch. And just Knock- lands clean. Knocks to Pig all the way back to the podium where Ash and Pikachu are standing. And unlike Panseer, to Pig was laid out on the ground as soon as he got hit with that and had to get back up to his feet. And you know, I think you kind of got to take a step back and realize that Tapig probably isn't as strong as it could be because, you know, of, of the circumstances that we talked about last week. And, you know. Yeah, it couldn't have been that long ago that he caught Tapig. So it had to have been probably just like the night before or maybe two days prior getting out of that forest. And, I mean, I guess you could say, well, maybe they stopped at a Pokemon Center in the interim and. And maybe, you know, Tapig got rested up, but we don't we can't assume that. No, we cannot. So all right. Um it's at this point that we get what is that, a flamethrower? Yes. Okay. 
And Pansir um, tells to uh, tells Ash that he's going to go ahead and use another attack because the big took too long to get to his feet. And he he goes and he says, "Flamethrower!" And Pansir just does the flamethrower. And what? Let's see. Ash what? Ash counters with Ember from to pig, and is not flame, Yeah, no, the flamethrower completely outpowers the Ember, yes. and knocks to pig on his butt again. And then Pansir jumps back and. Uh, Chili says dig and Pansir goes completely underground. Yes. And it's at this point to pig to pig is he, he, he's a good, he seems like he's fairly trained and, but to pig is still kind of new to all of this battling and does not look around properly because he just gets knocked flat on his ass again by day, because freaking Pensage um, just, I mean, not Pensage, Pensier comes up and just fully uppercuts from right underneath um, to Pig from the dig attack. Yeah, <clears throat> and for the third time in this short battle to this point, to Pig is flat on the ground. <laughs> yes. To Pig is not having a good go with things. No, and uh, freaking, um, this was chili's downfall because of course not knowing ash when ash is in the middle of a battle he he learns um by the way that the trainer does their attacks and chili sits here and tells uh tells pansier to do dig again yes it's at this point that ash caught on to it and tells to pig Get on underground and going and get that pansier. And he goes underground, and it's at this point that we don't see pansier come back up like he did before until he, it seems like he crawled up under one of his other holes that he had previously made, and he's just screaming because Tepig is biting his tail. Yeah, and they both come shooting out of the hole, and like like you said, Tepig has a vice grip on Pansir's tail and just is not letting go. And you can see in his eyes that he's focused and the spinning doesn't disorient him. And um, Pansir's kind of on its back foot because it's probably not used to this. Yeah. And why would you be, quite frankly? Yeah, and it's funny because when he comes out, he gain he does gain control, like you said, and he goes and does a like a flipping like like a like, mini seismic toss, basically. Yeah, like a mini seismic toss with Tepig on on his tail and just whips Tepig on the ground, but Tepig doesn't get get his grip off of him, I guess you can say. And Tepig gets right up from Ash's command to get up. And Tepig is still has the tail, and at this point, Tepig just starts swinging the mess out of Pansir. He does just, a he does a Tepig swing, as it would be, and yes. just bounces Pansir, and <clears throat> as as Tepig is down, or Tepig as um, Pansir is down, Ash tells Tepig to use Ember. And 
And then tackle. And then tackle because um, Pansier didn't have time to kind of get yeah. his bearings. So, and, and this tackle completely knocks Pansier and, I guess, it, by extension, to pig completely into the wall. Yes. And it's at this point that Ash, he, he, he specifically learned how, how Chili was battling. So um, that, that was kind of Chili's downfall there. So Because he, 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 became, he became predictable. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, obviously we have the benefit of being with at being at Ash's point of view with these things. So, like, we know this about Ash, but like you're tra- you're a trainer and you're like, OK. I've gotten to a point where I can kind of follow a script with my battles. And as long as nobody, you know, throws a wrench in my plan, I'm probably going to be pretty successful but you know that's the thing about ash he's got this weird kind of determination about him where he's going to get punched in the face nine times but as long as he keeps getting up he's going to hit you with one good shot you're gonna be like where the hell did that come from yeah that that's one thing about ash i mean that i'm guessing that's what makes him champion in a couple seasons down the line oh we've talked about this many times (laughs) but um but yeah i'm guessing because i i still haven't seen that episode so i'm I'm looking forward to getting up to that episode so all right and and we go straight from that to chili congratulating ass so in reality everybody and this this is what i want to point out yes they made it a clear point to say Basically, if Ash were to just have fought one of these gym leaders, and if it was Chili, he would be, or he would have his gym badge right now. Right. He could but, be. He, he could be putting Tepig back in his Pokeball. He could be dusting himself back off. He could be walking over getting a badge. He could be collecting it, it is Iris. Nice outside. He could have went and got some food, found a Pokemon Center to heal and just relax for a little bit. I mean, it could have been a lot. But, could have could have planned his trip to the next town, but exactly. no. So it's straight from here that uh, we get the who's that Pokemon, and it's Pansage this week. Are where are you doing backflips again, Doug? I am. I'm. I'm very happy. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I uh, the, uh, the, unfortunately the backflip stopped next week. Um, <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. No, next week it because it, we get the premiere of a Pokemon and then it gets introduced like two three minutes later. So I'll I'll give it a pass. I mean <laughs> I was I was let me say I was trepidatious because it hadn't been introduced by the time they did it. Yes, and but, you're like you're like oh what the hell, <laughs> and then I was like hey, um, but yeah we get the next battle um, and it's. It's with the it's with the Pam Poor and his trainer is oh. Crest. Yes, Crest. But we're 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 not fully there yet. Um, this next part of the scene is Team Rocket, and it looks like it's like summertime outside, and these guys are in like the hottest of hottest gear in complete black. God, Lord, I'm sweating just looking at them. And they're they're going through to. Um, to the headquarters. Well, I guess 
to to the spot that Giovanni told them that they need to go over to. Right. They know where they're going, but we don't know where they're going at this point. Yes. And they go down this alleyway and from this alleyway, they sit down and they go and they find a hole to go into the sewer and they pop open the sewer. And that's the last that we see them for a couple minutes. Right. And then we're back in the gym for the second part of the unnecessary battle. Yes. And what did you say that um, the next gym leader's name is, Doug? The next gym leader has the water-type Pokemon, Pam Poor, and his name is Crest, like the toothpaste. Oh, okay, Crest. So that, 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 that's a good way to, to introduce them. All right. Um, so we go straight into the battle, and he tells Pam Poor to use Double Team. Well, uh, and it should be noted that Ash wisely chooses Pikachu and basically Iris is up in the catwalk doing backflips because he's like, he's got the advantage. He actually is trying to be smart for once. Yes. And all of these double team attacks, um, Pikachu is going after one after another, but um, Crest is smart and tells Pampor, all right, Pampor, um, go and use your scratch attack, which in that in that time span uh, moves all of the um, images of Pampor to like surround Pikachu, but only one of them scratches Pikachu because Pikachu doesn't know which one it is and just lays Pikachu on his ass. Yeah, unfortunately, Pikachu wasn't able to focus on the right one, and yeah, like you said, got smacked a good one. Oh, uh, and Crest is very confident. He he's what he's one of the more like low key uh, Pokemon trainers. He's he's very. What, what's the word I'm looking for, Doug? Like he's um, like he he's very confident in him. He, yeah, he's very understated. He's very nonchalant. Yes, there you go. Like he's taking the battle seriously. But he's not as energetic as the other Chili, and he's definitely not as energetic as the Grass-type trainer, who, of course, we'll we'll name-check in a second, but at the time, it's blanking me, and I don't want to skip that far ahead. to just have to skip that far back. Okay, no problem. (laughs) So... But yeah, he um he's he he's congratulating Ash on his Pikachu that his Pikachu is getting up after that attack. And he tells Pampor to use water gun. And, and Pikachu dodges. Yes. And Pikachu's getting ready to charge up and use an electric attack. But then what does Pampor do to but, get out of it? But but Pampor blocks uh blocks it with another water gun attack because he and then starts shooting the water at Pikachu's feet, not giving it enough time to charge up. And Crest is like, I saw right through your plan right there. You were going to um jump up and use a an electric move on my water type Pokemon, but I'm not giving you the time of day to charge up that attack. Yeah, I really liked that um, strategy. It's like, I'm not going to hit you head on, but I'm going to get you in your feet and I'm going to disorient you. And um, 
Pikachu's basically on its back foot the whole time, and then gets smacked again and just hydro pump getting completely taken to the cleaners, and then <clears throat> freaking Iris is up there in the catwalk going, "Well, this isn't looking good." No, not at all. So he goes, uh, Pampor goes um, in for a hydro pump and then starts punching Pikachu like crazy. And Pikachu is just getting laid out. Yeah. And the cheerleaders are going nuts for him because they're like, oh, my gosh, Crest is is winning this battle. It's not like the last one. Let's go, Crest. Let's go, Crest. And Ash is sitting there on the podium going, come on, Pikachu, get up. Now, shouldn't Ash's Pikachu be a little bit more witty? It does it kind of bug you that um, it seems like Ash's Pikachu is back at level five again and learning how to battle inside of a gym? Yeah, because I think we made a comment. Um, I don't know if it was last week or you know a couple weeks ago. It was probably the the first couple of um, black and white episodes we covered. Like, I understand that they. That Ash is basically age stuck at 10, but Pikachu doesn't just lose experience. So Pikachu should be, you know, in its 60s if on the low end. Yes. So Pikachu should almost be, you know, untouchable to an unevolved Pokemon like Pampor, who, yes, is a gym leader's Pokemon, but is still the base version. Exactly. So it's at this time. Let's see. Um, so Ash is telling Pikachu that the battle is not over and that Pikachu has to get up, is what he's saying. And of Doug? course, Pikachu does get up. But then um, Crest tells Pampor to use Mudsport. And Pikachu was coming to use Volt Tackle on uh, Pampor and didn't have enough time to alter its its path and is completely just stopped in its tracks and just does a face plant in the mud and then um, Crest signals for one final water gun and it just nails on Pikachu and that's battle yeah well, he's yeah, no, he and he he tries his damnedest to get up, and he just he goes out and he gets the circles eyes, and part two of the match is called in favor of Crest. Yes. So, and that that is the end of the second battle. I don't I don't know I I didn't know what to make out of that, Doug. That 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 was a weird that was a weird battle. Well. And it's funny because, you know, I'm watching this at the same time as they were getting ready for. Well, they hadn't quite gotten to the two out of three falls match in the wrestling show, but like in wrestling, if a if a two out of three falls match is booked. You can pretty much guarantee that they're going to three falls. Yes. And. So I was sitting there, and I was like, all right, either Ash wins the first battle and then has to lose the second one to set up the deciding third, or he loses the first and then has to win two consecutive. 
But then I was thinking the trainers could have been a dick if he'd have lost the first one and said, well, actually, we're reverting back to our rules. You've lost. Go home. But obviously, Ash wins the first one. So you're thinking, oh, boy. And then, you know, he loses. So, of course, he does because we haven't seen the grass type Pokemon yet. So, so. and we're and we're getting ready for that. But it, it is noted that we are only five minutes away from the end of this episode. So that's a little foreshadowing there. But we go straight from the last battle into the sewers with Team Rocket. And, and oh, I'm sorry. No, they're <clears throat> they're huddled around a laptop and they're getting marching orders once again from Giovanni. They must have done some like praising to Giovanni that Giovanni is trusting them with such a big task that he's trusting them with because he's in constant communication with them. I was going to say it's him as well. It's not like his second or third in command is getting, is giving notes from Giovanni. Like they're on a direct like call with Giovanni. So some, like you said, some serious ass kissing must've had to have taken place. And it's, it's at this point right here that we have Giovanni um, telling team rocket that, um, that there is a special energy that is revolving around this area where he had Team Rocket come over to. And my ears kind of perked up at the mention of special energy because obviously you've been doing the the card openings. Yes. And all the packs start with energy. And I was like, oh, like if, if they start, you know, and, you know, they, they start leaning a little more heavy into card territory um next week as well i I didn't catch that you're gonna have to kind of enlighten me either off air or on the air next week when we start going over those but yeah i mean it was like little little moments where i was like oh this shit's starting to kind of all twine together it's interesting so all right but um but that's all we end up hearing from team team rocket um, he gives them their pinpoint as to where they need to go. He says, you need to investigate this for me and report back to me as to what you find. And it's at that point, Team Rocket starts running down the sewer. And I believe that's the end of Team Rocket that we see for this episode. That's the end of Team Rocket. And for the first time in a long time that I can remember, we don't actually get any interaction between Ash and Team Rocket in this episode. Even though team, hopefully that's kind of foreshadowing the future that they don't get together and they only get together every other episode. Yeah, because it gets to a point where it's like, okay, we're ten minutes into the episode, we haven't seen Team Rocket yet. Oh, here comes Team Rocket just to be dealt with in five minutes. Yes, you know, it's like, oh, we forgot to do Team Rocket this week. So. All right, but um, we go straight from that um, to Pikachu sitting on top of the podium. Ash is telling Pikachu, good battle, and Pikachu's kind of down, but it's now time for the third of the three battles. Well, and and that's the other thing about Pikachu not doing the whole Pokeball thing, because obviously if he was a normal Pikachu, you know, have a good rest, Pikachu. But now Pikachu's just kind of got to sit there and chew on the loss. Yes. While, you know, 
whoever Ash throws out next has to kind of pick up his slack. And it's nothing Pikachu did. No. Pikachu was just caught off guard a couple times and unfortunately got the short end of the stick. Which sucks. I mean, let's be real. I mean, it sucks. But, um, all right, Doug, um, the third and final gym leader is coming up. And do you have a name for this gym leader? Oh, I, I should. Um, I'm trying to figure if he name checks himself here. I'm trying to let this play out. Let's see. I I can look it up real quick. Let me. Dun, dun, dun. So we're at one hour and three minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'll, 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 I'll edit this part in just a second. Best wishes, Diamond and Pearls. Oh, he probably checks himself when he comes in. I just didn't even. And I mean, I'm talking at the beginning of the episode. Okay, here we go. Um, triple leader right here. There we go. Bum, bum, Good Lord. I can't. I don't see it. Oh, shit. Why did I do that? I fucking closed the damn tab I was on. Silence. Who? Hold on. Silent. Silent? Silent. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, yes, Silent is his name, everybody. So, that is the next Pokemon. Um, that's the next Pokemon gym leader that we're about to add into this mix. And, of course, he has Pansage. And Pan Sage straight up has a stock of broccoli on its head, and I won't hear anything different. <laughs> it 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 helps because um, when 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 De- when Ash was doing his whole Dexter thing, uh, we find out that Pan Sage uses that leaf um, to help give nutrients to other Pokemon that are out there. I did and, I did, I did uh, some some of these um, Dexter things I do enjoy. Yes, because it, it it tells what um, certain specific parts of Pokemon are. So we go straight into this battle. Ash chooses Oshawott. Um, is dumb. Yes, dumb, dumb, dumb. Like all of these Pokemon should have been um, switched around, but he chooses Oshawott, who is weak against Grass type Pokemon. Let's just. Point that out there. Right and I there. feel like Oshawott knows it because as soon as he's confronted with um, Pan Sage, he kind of he cowers out. He, he cowers behind, like because we see him making a mean face, of like ah, we 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 get a wide shot. We find out he's doing it behind Ash's leg. Yes, and, and Pikachu and Ash basically have to push him to the center of the ring. And Ash has to remind Oshawott that uh, Oshawott's tough. And that um, when things get tough, Oshawott is a good Pokemon to go out there and get the job done. Basically pumping up, uh, pumping him up for this battle. 
And Ashwa gets all pumped up. And it's at this time he's like, all right, go out there and let's, let's get ready to battle. And Ashwa goes out there to go and what, what move is it? It looks like he goes in to tackle Pansage. And as soon as he's going to tackle Pansage, Pansage is like three times faster than him, dodges around him. Ashwa is looking to um, find out what the hell just happened. And Pansage goes over there and goes does bullet seed and, immediately. And poor, poor uh, Ashwa is for lack of a better term, just get shot in the ass. Yes. And felt bad for Oshawa. Just, I mean, completely on the back foot right away. And freaking Iris is up there going, well, obviously Oshawa's bark is worse than its bite. Hey, shut up. Yeah, shut up. And freaking um, Oshawa gets a close up of him, like laying down with his butt hurt because they have a red little beam on his butt going, ow, that hurt. And then, dude, basically, Silent calls Ash immature, which of course we know is like Ash's trigger word. And, and he tells Oshawa to start using water gun. And this is <laughs> this is the downfall of this episode right here. Um, I felt so bad, but this was I kind of felt like Ash was being a dick, but I mean he kind of had to be to be to toughen up Oshawat a little bit. Oshawat starts spitting out um, water gun all over the place, and Pansage is dodging it like he's dodging anything. Not even just, breaking a sweat. Yeah, just jumping, hup, jumping, hup, jumping. Hup, 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 and yeah. then Ash looks at him and he goes, Oshawa, you need to aim better. So Oshawa is looking out of breath. I'd have turned around and said, fuck you. Yeah, I would have spit fucking water over at Ash. But um, it's at this point, Oshawa is like, all right, I'll try it again. And tries to go in. And do water gun again. Passage does the same thing that it was doing before. Just jump, 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 jump. And then Ash is basically like, all right, quit screwing around. One more shot. And then, of course, this shot hits him. Yes. And, and Oshawa looks like he's... like Oshawa looks like he's goddamn Goldberg. Like, he literally has smoke coming out of his nose. He's like, that's <laughs> right. That's, that's what I thought was going to happen. And... But unfortunately, it doesn't really face Pan Sage too much. If, if anything, it pisses him off a little bit. And and then we get told that Pan Sage is about to use Solar Beam, which then, is a key factor as to why the opening of the gym on the top has a solar panel, basically. Yeah, and this is um, this is wrapping up to be the end of the episode. Because we're led to believe, and, and we're somewhat familiar with Solar Beam from the first couple seasons, we're led to believe that Pan Sage's Solar Beam is about to be the knockout blow. And Pan Sage fires the the Solar Beam, and we get like, we, we see like Oshawott's eyes become all white. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And I haven't lived that much of a life. And then. (laughs) 
and then That's we get funny. the and then we get the narrators coming in, so we know the episode's about to end. And will this battle um, come to a concluding ending on next week's episode? You have to wait and find out. Like I mean, we're talking about freaking Pikachu on the edge of the cliff above the lava pit again. Yes. So yeah, that's it. We're left with a cliffhanger, and much like the actual airing of the TV show, everybody listening, absolutely has to hit that download button next week, or hit it now if you're on our Patreon account. Yeah, I was about to say, if if you're listening to this on the free feed, go over to our Patreon account, and you can um, listen to next week's episode right now, because that's the latest episode. Well, not right now. Well, they can. I mean, they got to finish this. True. They they haven't even listened to me opening my Pokemon pack yet. This is true. So, all right. Well, that's this week's episode. It's time for the Pokemon pack, as I just alluded to, everybody. So, I have the pack right here. And let's go ahead and open this. All right, let's pull these cards out. Put the all right. I, I can already tell this is going to be a dud deck because I got the dud. <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> well, well, they give out different um, Pokemon <laughs> um, trainer card um, codes, and today's code is a black code. Which, oh, you never want black. Shut up. Um, today's. <laughs> <laughs> today's code is a black card which means that there's nothing like super super rare in this pack um the ones that have the white um card you have a better chance set and so let's go ahead and see what they have i put the four co- things at the bottom doug what um energy am i about to look at um i'm gonna go and obviously the packs you pull have no basis in the episode Based on the fact that they mentioned sleep energy in the episode, I'm going to say sleep. No, it ah, is. Shit. Um, you should have went with the last Pokemon that we saw. Um, we because I have a leaf green energy. Ah, damn. So I have a green energy. I have a Drizzle, a um, Peony trainer card, a Caitlyn trainer card, a Hatiana, Aaron, Ralts, Venipede. Bound Sweet, a Lucky Energy, so it wasn't at the bottom, but um, that Energy card is my Reverse Hollow. It says if this card is attached to, uh, if this card is attached to, is in the active spot and is damaged by an attack of your opponent's Pokemon, even if it's knocked out, draw a card. And then my Rare card is a non-holographic Wheezing everybody so yes a, a dud pack <laughs> that sucks <laughs> <laughs> just immediately you're like oh fuck <laughs> as soon as i opened the pack and i saw the trainer card i was like well shit <laughs> so let's hope next week is a little better i have that pack sitting in front of me and we're getting ready to go over this next pokemon battle and get on into this next episode. So, Dougie Man, do you have anything else to add to this week's episode? Um, I enjoyed the episode. 
In terms oh yeah. Of, um, what do you rate it? Sorry. I've... Hmm. I would say like a three and a half, probably. Yeah, I was about to say I'll give it about a three. Um, great, great battle, great progression. Um, we we didn't get the concluding to the battle. I felt like knowing next week's episode and how short of a battle that we're going to have next week as opposed to the rest of the episode, they could have easily finished this gym battle this week. Yes. Um, but they did not. And, uh, and with, with that being said, I'm going to give it a three this week. So that's fair. I mean, there, there's, you, you watch enough of this stuff. You learn that there's a range and like, you can kind of, tell and it's like yeah it's three three and a half i don't know what it would have taken to get to four but you know well well what would have taken for me was would be the concluding battle and then have your cliffhanger be the team rocket thing with them running down the sewer they could have put that at the end of the episode and nobody would have noticed anything oh that's a good point yeah i like that they they could they could have ended with team rocket running down the sewer but that's neither here nor there that's how I would have booked this episode. So I could, I would accept that. All right. So anything else, Doug, to add? No, I would, I would say I had more fun reviewing the episode than watching it. Which you know, I mean, it was a good episode, but I feel like I got more out of reviewing it than I did actually watching it. So yes. So all right, everybody. Well, with that being said, say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, don't miss next week's episode. It's called Dreams by the Yardful. And it's a hunker of an episode. So a really nice progression. And it's not a filler, everybody. So make sure to listen next week. Have a good night, everyone.